So, I um, have done this already. I thought I'll do it early today because it's hot. Don't want to sit in the window because the sun comes in and I'll get too hot. Or I'll have to have the window open and there'll be too much noise. And for some reason, I hit the stop button after about five minutes of it and I talked merrily for about 15 minutes with nothing recording. So I don't know how that happened, but anyway, welcome to episode 59 of Mr. Bird Pods. Actually, I've got a feeling that I did record the whole thing and I did something weird when I began to edit it. So uh, anyway, here we are where we are and here we go. I've just noticed the neighbour outside. I'm not sure what he's doing, but as the windows open, you can probably hear me talking. Um, it's been a busy week. It has been a busy week, actually. Uh, I can't really remember much of what happened. Obviously, there's been so much going on. It's all left my mind. Um, I do need to say it's a bit echoey, the sound quality, uh, or more echoey than normal. Uh, it might be because I've got the window open. Uh, and you might also be able to hear drilling in the background. Oh, and there's the neighbour. Not sure what he's up to. Um, this looks vaguely as if he's up to no good. Bit shifty. Um, so uh, where was I? So I had yoga this morning, which was fine. Oh no, it was actually it was awful. I think I nearly died a couple of times, uh, and uh, it was just dreadful. Um, some of you may be wondering or asking yourselves, why do I do yoga if I hate it so much? Uh, the answer is I don't really know why I do it, other than I'm just stubborn. Uh, I will not let it defeat me, and uh, I've paid money for it, and um, I got really funny actually last night. I was on the verge of outraged of um, Muswell Hill emails and phone messages, because I booked my yoga class, uh, and they do a sort of five-week pass thing, five-lesson pass, and um, it came up as twice as much money as it normally is. So I got in a real fiffle faffle about the whole thing, uh, got really cross and everything else. And then, of course, uh, I rang them up and no one answered. That made me even crosser. I was just on the verge of emailing when I just double checked it again and realized that because they do um, they do in studio now uh, and they do virtual online lessons. The online lessons are cheaper. Uh, and I'd click to the studio version because they're obviously more expensive. Actually, they are very expensive there. So uh, lucky I didn't get any further with that. Lucky I didn't even answer machine message. Um, so yes, that was all marvellous. And then I went for a run, which was very hot. I do prefer a winter run, it has to be said, because when you're running in the winter, you warm up. When you're running in the summer heat, you just get hotter and hotter and hotter. And what then happens is you come home and you look at yourself in the mirror and you look like Einstein because your hair's all vertical and your face is basically the color of a tomato. And you realize you've just walked back looking like that and numerous people have seen you. So um, that was all tickety-boo. Um, it was all something quiet in the road. Uh, I don't know whether you can hear the drilling. There is drilling going on in the background. The builders actually haven't been too bad noise-wise. Um, I know I like a complaint, but relatively considering the amount of work they're doing, uh, and they are being fairly quick by the looks of it, they're not too bad noise-wise. So that was today. Then um, I've got a bit of a trauma 
it's not a trauma really, but I'm a bit sad this evening because it's uh, my Monday Zoom sessions are finished. Um, they finished last week and I did get a little bit tearful. I got, actually I got very tearful at the end of it. Basically for the last, well it's been going for a year, I didn't begin at the beginning of it. Uh, I think I've been doing it for about 10 months. Uh, every Monday night a couple of very famous, very well-known, respected uh, British um, theatre directors have given up two and a quarter hours of their evenings uh, to do a Zoom session for anybody who wants to join and that it was mostly di young directors but there was a sort of mix of other people and they basically just spent a whole year talking about their craft, talking about themselves, talking about their experiences, getting their professional friends in who uh, from all sorts of uh, walks of the theatre world um, some quite famous people it's been absolutely astonishing um, they've been honest and they've been philosophical they've been uh, caring uh, they've been so wise and to share their knowledge and wisdom and everything else with people for absolute f for nothing oh, there we go a nice quiet road this is with the cars zooming up and down um it's just phenomenal i mean the generosity of them is unbelievable uh, and they all they asked was in return was that nobody broadcast it you know no one recorded it or stuck it on social media it was a sp safe space and that was an enormous amount of trust they put in the audience because at most there were 20 there were 400 odd people watching at and I think the minimum number I saw was about 177. So to actually put your trust in those people, not to uh, social media, what was being said, and some of it was very personal, um, not gossipy, but just personal, because it was relevant to what they were saying. Um, one of the best sessions, well, I mean, it's hard to say what some of the best sessions were, because they were all pretty incredible, but um, were two where they talked about two productions that they'd mishandled and they'd made mistakes and they talked through it um, with enormous honesty and you could see it was difficult for them because they're you know it's it's easy to say well we learn by our mistakes but when you make mistakes in their position uh, the knock-on effect is considerable and you're you know potentially making people's lives miserable um, and you know to have their hearts on their sleeves in such an honest and um, uh, sincere, truthful way was quite something. So, um, yeah, so this will be the first Monday. I haven't got one of those, so I'm a bit sad about that. They did a beautiful thing at the end of the last one because everyone was very moved by it and uh, a couple of the people who watched had put together um, a document where they'd ask anyone who wanted to could put a comment or a thank you or write it in and they put them all together into this really lovely document and gave it to them virtually. Um, so people were quite emotional at the end and he said right at the very end, um, don't look at the screen, just get a piece of paper and a pen uh, or block the screen with your Word, a Word document and type in or write down something you've promised yourself that you're going to do, um, maybe probably inspired by these sessions. And, 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 and he said, as you're doing that, I will just finish. So I'll finish with nobody actually looking at the screen. And it was a beautiful way of finishing something 
Um, you can, I'm actually getting a little bit emotional just talking about it. It was so lovely because ending Zoom things, as we all know, are just awful. And that could have just been a complete disaster. And it was just so beautifully done. And I think just said so much about him. Um, astonishing. And, you know, without the pandemic, that would never have happened. Um, you know, I've, I've had, it was like a once in a lifetime experience. It was extraordinary. So anyway, so that's my sad Monday evening. Um, better news. Well, I had my second jab, as some of you will know from my Instagram. Um, it was a bit, they were a bit busier than normal. It was Saturday morning and there was two women in front of me who just would not stop talking, uh, which was fine, but for the fact they weren't looking when, when the queue was moving. So I couldn't see where the queue was because it was around the corner and they were at the corner. Um, and of course they kept galloping on and having held everybody up. And then as soon as they went in, there was a huge delay, strangely. So whether they were still talking when they got inside and held everybody else up, I don't know, but it was extremely annoying. Anyway, uh, I was about halfway home. It was a walk home, about half an hour's walk. And I had my uh, hand sanitizer in my shirt pocket. Uh, I went to get some out for some reason and realized that a bird had shat all over me. So I had a great big green gunky blob probably about mm, two and a half inches long and about an inch wide on my shirt pocket and also in the shirt pocket uh, all over my um, hand sanitizer bottle. See that car went by very quietly and very slowly. What's the problem? Um, and worse still, it, they did it on, the bird did it on my um, sticker. My I've had my vaccination sticker. Um, that was uh, annoying. What was even more annoying was the fact I then got home, bent down to take my uh, my uh, shoes off and realised there was an even bigger patch of bird poo on my trousers. So I basically walked all the way home covered in bird poo without realising it. Not that I could have done anything. So probably better I didn't realise it, to be honest. I did get a little bit um, confused in the vaccination process because I couldn't hear what the two people I had to speak to were saying because they were both quietly spoken and the place was quite noisy and... There was quite a lot of noise, especially when I was having my jab. The man in the cubicle next door and may have had special needs. I'm not sure, but he was very loud. Um, uh, I The first thing the woman said to me was something along the lines of uh, the first basic question. I can't remember what it was. For some bizarre reason, I took it to mean, show me your elbow. So I showed her my elbow. Uh, she must have thought I was a complete idiot. And then uh, towards the end, she asked me if I knew what the side effects were. And I went, no, having read all the side effects and heard all the side effects from the first person I saw. So I don't know what was going through my head. Um, I could have just said pardon. But, but um, anyway, so that all got done nicely. So two weeks, I suppose, to let the vaccination come to its full, whatever. Uh, and I'll be... Uh, well, I won't be going around licking people, as Darren so beautifully put it. Uh, I'm talking of him. He, he's been profoundly annoying this week. Not only have I had to set up a support group uh, to help people that work with him, um, because uh, he's been designing... Well, he hasn't designed. He's been signing off the design for his big project in Gateshead for the flyer and the poster. I mean, every five minutes, it seemed there was versions of it coming through where does the is there an apostrophe here is there a comma here what should this bit be there should that be there what do you think any feedback no please thank you have you got time to do this all these things just came at me like you know a spray of bullets 
And um, so I set up, obviously, there were other people involved. I didn't realize there were other people involved for a while. Didn't realize I was about fourth in pecking order. Um, obviously, other people's opinions were more important than mine. Um, anyway, I he forgot, he copied us all in at one point, and I know who they all are. So I set up a support group uh, to help us. And obviously, people have been very grateful for that. And then he sent me this text yesterday, Sunday. I, I wasn't feeling, I was feeling all right after the jab, but I was just washed out Sunday. I completely washed out Sunday morning. Um, I couldn't wake up and I didn't get up until about 11 o'clock or something. Um, I just kept falling asleep. Anyway, I was cooking and he sent me a text through saying, have you got this person's um, mobile number? It's their birthday. I can't remember. Words, yeah, I think that's pretty much what it was. It was one of the people who uh, one of the contributors for one of a better word to the nothing to see here podcast uh, none of which none of whom i have absolutely anything to do with is all darren springing them on me and i have met this but i know the person i've met them once for about five minutes um and there's absolutely no reason in the world why i should have their phone number so um Anyway, yeah, so he said something about it's their birthday. Never crossed my mind he was asking me to send them a happy birthday text for somebody that I've met once and spoken to for five minutes. I just misread it as I, Darren's lost their mobile phone number, had I got it, so it was a bit of a strange. So anyway, we went through this absolutely ridiculous sequence of messages where we were both um, both talking uh, on completely different wavelengths. Um, and it was so annoying. I was in the middle of cooking and everything. Then he left me a, a, a voice note and it all got, all got very hoity-toity and uh, extremely annoying. I ended up sending this person a happy birthday text message. You probably think I'm quite mad. Um, I mean, it's not like, you know, if I've introduced him to somebody briefly, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to contact him and say, can you send them a, a happy birthday? It's their birthday today. Send them a happy birthday text message. It's ridiculous. Uh, I know we're in lockdown. Oh, yeah, and talking of birthdays, it's uh, yeah somebody's birthday this week. Um, Darren's. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm, I just don't even know whether to buy him anything because last year, last birthday, it got thrown across the room. I got a very nice moleskin book and some biscuits. Uh, they all got thrown. The moleskin notebook got thrown across the room during the podcast recording. Uh, made it very clear it was going to be re-gifted. And then I, I went over for lunch uh, a week or two afterwards, and he put the biscuits back in my bag, uh, shoved them in when I wasn't looking with a load of other crap, and then I so I ate them when I got home because I was so annoyed about the whole thing, uh, and then I got told off for that because apparently that was the wrong thing to do. I think he's got the wrong idea. In fact, we nearly fell over, over that birthday thing because I got so angry about it. Not that Darren and I ever get uh, fully outy or I ever get angry at Darren. So enough of him. Um... So, yeah, I've been in the garden. That's all quite exciting. Uh, I went to... There's too many cockapoos. Has anyone else noticed that there are too many cockapoos in this world? Um, yes, I planted a little plant. I haven't been in it, the garden, for quite some time, needless to say. We're very high up at the back. We're only on the first floor at the front, but at the back we're, we're on the second floor because the ground's lower, and so consequently tend not to look out the window. It's not... A room I use at the back and you've got to sort of open the window and look out to see the garden so sort of day to day if that jogger goes any slowly so I may as well just walk I don't get this power walking is that power walking or is that just a very slow jogger 
it's weird whatever it is and um yeah so the garden wasn't too bad but i um oh no, it's back out again i know it's not someone else um i planted a little plant with a pretty white flower uh it was in a little tiny pot um ages ago it was, i'm sure it was about two or three years ago for some bizarre reason this year it's taken over the whole garden and literally has grown over the whole garden so it's like a field of this white flower uh, I don't understand how it's managed it because um, the garden is basically um, a membrane with holes cut in it of which we planted plants and then cover I'm saying we it's all me and then um, covered in wood chips so there's wood chip over the membrane just to make it look woody because it's got a woodland feel to it and um, stop the weeds coming up somehow this plant has just grown over the whole of the membrane uh, so um, I've had to pull all that out uh, and create a footpath through it because I've got some nice stepping stones that were that we had grown over those as well, grown over absolutely everything. Um, but it's all going to get demolished later in the month anyway because we've got to have the fence done at the back because it's collapsing. So um, I don't know what state the garden will be in at the end of that. I've been weeding as well. I've weeded the um, patio, but we've got a small patio bit and all the weeds grow up between the bricks. It's late like laid bricks um and that's not i actually it's quite i quite find it quite mindful the only trouble is you can't get the um dandelions and the dock leaves are really difficult to get out because they've got tap roots um but i find it quite mindful i stuck a play on and just listened to a play and i quite enjoyed that i haven't finished that because it was raining the next day but um yeah and i've got a rash all over my inner arm uh, and I've still got it actually after about four or five days, which is slightly worrying. Um, I don't know what that's off. I don't think the heat's helping it. Enough of my rashes. Uh, so, yes, yeah, so the garden's semi. No, the garden's mostly done. I've got a bit more to do with weeding. Uh, and I just have to think about what's going to happen when the fence gets done. Uh, what else has been going on? Uh, spring watch birds. That's all got quite exciting actually. We've had. Um, well, the pigeons have now discovered I don't know why they haven't discovered it before, because they're always sitting in the tree opposite, staring at me, giving me their beady looks. Um, they're quite capable of seeing the seeds. But for some reason, the fatty block, the fat's all melted in the sun, and so it's just seeds. So the birds are all now happily eating the seeds. Why aren't they eating the seeds in my bird box that I made? That's still completely untouched. But they're all after the seeds now. We've had um, blue tit, uh, pigeons, obviously. The magpies are regular, um, but I've also had uh, starling this morning, so I should be presenting Spring Watch next year. Uh, that's the main television program at the moment. I do like Spring Watch. Um, is that an age thing? I was I was told that we'd spent an evening watching programs for seventy five year old people the other night because we watched Spring Watch, and then we watched Michael Portillo's Great Train Journey, one of his, but only because it was through Yorkshire where I come from uh, and then we watched something else which apparently was all 75 year old television oh Antiques Road Trip like it's my favourite that's my lunchtime viewing is Antiques Road Trip um, I learn a lot that's all I'm saying so yes yeah, so we've had lots and lots of birds that's very exciting and um, I'm learning Welsh I'm doing that on Duolingo as some of you might have seen on my Instagram oh yes if you want to see my bird poo it's all on Instagram um, 
I don't know why I'm learning Welsh other than, well, one of my good friends is a Welsh speaker and I went to college in Aberystwyth and I don't really know why I didn't learn it at the time. I think I'm just having some sort of a midlife crisis. Um, but there is that thing of do a new, learn a new skill. Uh, and my piano playing is really coming on. I almost get the piano sorted out. How many times have I said that on the podcast? Um, and now I'm learning a new language. So I feel it's keeping my brain young and youthful. Um, I thought I was going at a rather, I thought I was whizzing through it and doing brilliantly, but I was a bit confused because there were some words that kept popping up that I'd never seen before and then realised uh, each level or yeah, each level is divided into five sets of lessons and each set of lessons, there's two lessons in each set of lessons. So in effect, there's, it's a bit confusing, but in effect, there's 10 lessons divided into five groups. I'd done the first two lessons, i.e. the first level, and then thought I'd done them all and gone on to the big level two and done the same on that. So I basically missed out eight lessons. Uh, that's the woodpecker, it's four o'clock. When I was first doing this, it was two o'clock. Uh, I can't believe how much time I've wasted today on this. So anyway, um, that explains why I've been confused. And so I've gone back and I'm now doing it properly. So I'm very good at greetings because I was doing the practice exercises as well and I couldn't work out why the practice exercises weren't matching up to what I was actually learning. So um, I spent about 25 hours solid on greetings because I was doing it all wrong. So I'm very, very good at greetings. Die down. Um, so, Sudiki uh, means how are you? Dayan means very well. Just saying. Um, what else can I say? I can say. Uh, let's think now. Do we sim in hoffi televi quaith, which means I don't like television either. I do like television actually, but there we go. Right, I think I've gone on long enough. There's not much going on on the television. We're still watching the Eddie, which I'm really enjoying. Uh, I'm still loving more than anything else in the world. New Girl. And uh, if that person walks any slower, they're going to grind to a halt. And um, sort of rush of cars. Uh, and we'll be together again in a week's time, all being well. And thank you for listening. <laughs>